we last left off, the party fought through the last of the vision against Yinagu um, and Zariel in her former angelic form of that period of time arrived and spoke with the party and seemed, seemed to be very much seemed like uh, meeting Zariel in her celestial prime was very much changed the way that Beatrice viewed the fallen angel. Deciding, uh, rather than slaying her, to attempt to redeem her. Upon the vision fading, uh, Beatrice claimed the sword of Zariel, being turned into an idealized version of herself. Um, and, uh, being granted a great deal more power, which I realized during all our level up, we forgot to do a couple of little things, but we'll do that. Uh, I'll, I'll message you during probably some sort of RP bit. So, um, at the end, the, uh, what, as, as the sword was taken and the transformation took place, a burst of radiance, uh, emanated forth from the sword um, momentarily blinding everyone with the light and sending out vast swaths of radiant energy, uh, essentially incinerating any nearby fiends, um, or pushing them away if they're sufficiently powerful. And that was where we left off. So, what would people like to do off the back of that. Beatrice? Yes? Feeling okay? I think I'm alright. The sword accepted you. Certainly appears that way. It, it, it changed you. And Beatrice sort of flexes her wings and like reaches them out and sort of it's like quite a bit, it would seem. somehow lighter well you certainly do look it and uh, sound it as well yes I'm not quite sure what that's about but it's a thing apparently Take 
quite some getting used to. Hmm. Yes. Is everybody else alright? Yes, well, we are alive, so that is um, what we can hope for. I am a bit drained from the wish. <clears throat> oh, yes, that's right. Uh, thank you for that. I don't think we got the chance to say it. Uh, well, things were a little more important. I think we should get back to the tower. Things aren't... Uh, going to stay quiet around here for long. No, not with that little display. And Beatrice looks around at, like, the ruined everything. Yes, I think it's best we move on. Yes, um, best, yes, um, mm, uh, and Cora very hardly, like, um, scrapes around the, um, the area and then um, he will head out to go and check to make sure that there's no one coming no creatures anywhere and our path to, I believe we've taken the machines here um, is clear Yes, he'll go and check all that out yeah um, it's easy enough to get what he's done, yeah. yeah easy enough to get back to the machines, they're safe um, all clear Conrad, are you the bike right now? We can try and tie it to the. You can ride inside with us if you. Like shakes his head again, like just up subconsciously. Like no, um, there's there's no way of attaching it, so um, that's just how it'll have to be. There's the, right. the claw. He looks through his bike to the claw. Won't it damage it? Not if it's placed on carefully. Mm. He kind of like tries to roll up his sleeves, realizes they're already rolled up, and then just rolls them up again. <laughs> A little bit more like he's trying to like make himself busy so that he hasn't just awkwardly gone. Oh. And then um, moves over to try and see if he can attach it carefully. Again, not really looking at um, we'll see especially it's, Beatrice. It's easy enough to attach on. Awesome. <laughs> oh, of course. I rolled a, a d20 to see how it would go, and it was a, it was a nat 20. So yeah, he's great at it. He looks, he's so good at, he's so good at this thing he's never done before. It, yeah, kind it of, takes yeah. you moments. Paul yeah. kind of scurries over like, oh, I know how to utilize the claw, let me help. And then Conrad has already done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard. Oh, he's also, in that amount of time, he's some of his rope as well to like try, try to like adjust it. You're like, oh, wait, it's way too skilled. The probably makes Paul go, huh, hmm. <laughs> So, yeah. Whilst that's all happening, Beatrice sort of keeps a lookout and scopes scopes around to see whether there's anything that's noticed or is coming towards the uh, former chapel. 
Uh, roll me a perception check. Twenty-four. Um. Uh, so there's there's not there's a few things approaching, but they are quite a ways away. There is nothing within the thousand feet, so you've got a little bit of time to kind of get into the vehicles and abscond from the scene. But um. You, you get the feeling that if you stick around for too long, then things might come to investigate what that bright flash was. Mm. Uh, I think we should uh, probably get a move on. Sevia, like, flinches and looks around as if looking for a stranger and then sees Beatrice. And it's like, ah. Um... Yes, yes, quite. Uh, well, um, after you, uh, you'll probably need to find the most spacious spot now. Looks at the wings. I believe you are quite right there, Sevia. And she'll get onto the, the thing, the infernal machine. Yes. There's like harp music as she goes and <laughs> Sevia is just like, um, and she looks up to the sky as if, like, <laughs> willing a connection to Arcani, and it's just like, thank you for not doing that to me. I don't know if I could have handled that. And then, uh, he's going to go, come on, we should go. Right, in, in I go. And then uh, as Conrad walks past, she's also going to, like, put her hand out and be like, do you want some of the and gestures as, uh, at the sheer amount of blood? He just kind of, like, looks at her and then looks all over himself like, I don't think it'll make any difference at this point. You sort of get used to it now, don't we? Yes, but I know you, like, you know, and she just kind of reaches out and puts a hand on his shoulder and prestidigitations some of the blood off. He like shrugs her off a bit like a little like a school kid, <laughs> like an annoyed schoolboy. Um, and it just looks very tired and just goes, goes and walks past her into the machine. So as you're all in, Mordenkainen um, starts the vehicle and starts driving back to his tower. Is there anything folks would like to discuss along the way or wait until you get back to the tower? Beatrice is tucked as far into a corner as she can possibly be and she's got like her wings folded up and mm. slightly sort of around herself up in the corner. Yeah. You, you get the feeling in time you'll be able to kind of furl them up a bit more. But as a, uh, as a Kenku, rather than an Arakukura, you are not used to having wings. 
Wings are very strange. Mm. I'll probably notices this and just says really awkward stuff like, uh, so uh, wings. <laughs> it certainly seems that way. You are looking forward to giving them a test fly? Maybe. I've never given much thought to flying. Oh, I suppose not. Quite happy. You know, just doing my thing. Yes, do you suppose they're permanent? Who knows? Uh, I mean, it did say that, she did say that it would change the person who took the sword forever kind of thing. That's true. Well, I guess if you really don't like them, there are magics to change body parts and such. Get rid of them. So let's see how you feel. Hmm. Run forward, just kind of like look at Sevia, like this is really weird. Sevia <laughs> is yet yeah, just like huddled up with like her knees to her chest. And she is alternating between like seemingly unable to not look at Beatrice and very much not looking at Beatrice. Um, and is mostly just kind of looking off uh, into like the middle distance of the car. <laughs> um, although at one point she does like her gaze probably passes over Conrad, who I'm assuming is probably looking very young as he normally does when stuff like this happens. And she does just kind of sigh a little bit. And <laughs> oh, I'll just say Conrad is just sitting there. Um, uh, normally he kind of like tries to sit in like a very like, you know, posturing kind of all well, usually is on the bike um but he's just kind of sitting with his back up against the wall like his like legs like straight out um his arms just on his side just staring out into the middle distance um not really paying much attention to anyone and he's just thinking very hard about his patrons um let's try to like just feel like try to see if he can feel them that's all he's doing oh Okay. Um, That's all he's doing. <laughs> yeah. He's CB just associating, just, basically. Yeah, CB just looks at that and does feel a little sad and tucks her hair behind her right ear and then probably catches the, the earring, uh, which for anyone who doesn't remember, she stole from Kizia's body uh, when we were preparing him for his funeral. Um, and then immediately, like pulls the hair back and puts her hand down and just kind of sits there continuing to be awkward. Um, yeah. At some point she'll probably check in on Mordenkainen, but that's mostly just like, you doing good? No? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have something to discuss with you at some point once we're back at the tower. Oh, um, Right. Uh, uh, certainly. Uh, bad? Not at all. Oh, her shoulders drop. Oh, thank God. Um, good. Good. Uh, a scheduled 
time or uh, just whenever? Whenever, but preferably before rest tonight. I can, I can do that. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm very good at scheduling. Um, you didn't need to know that. Um, good. Go back to her seat. And actually, yeah, you remind me, she'll read more of her book. All that right. one kind of gave her. Which we can assume is what she does in most of her yeah. downtime. All right. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it's not too long before you return to the tower. Um, and yeah, it seems for some reason, uh, that the hells are almost cooperating with you, um, in a weird way. Um, if anyone would like to roll, like maybe an arcana or a religion check for that, why that might be happening, you can, if not, eh. I absolutely will. Uh, I would also. Hmm. Conrad's a 19, but I presume others will get higher. First time. Four rolled well in religion. That's a 19. Uh, what did Beatrice get? 23. 23. And Sevia? Cute. 28. 28. Okay. Um. Paul and Conrad, you note it as weird, but nothing really occurs to you as to, like, why this might be happening. Beatrice, you wonder to yourself whether it's got something to do with the sword. Stevia, it occurs to you um, rather quickly that the sword... No, the, the hells bend to the will of the Archdevil. The Archdevil of this layer of hell is Zariel. The hells are quite possibly confused right now by essentially two, presen two presences that are very close to Zariel. She, like, is thinking real hard. This crosses her mind. She looks at Beatrice really hard. Probably sees Beatrice, like, looking at the sword, examining it. And Fall, uh, who's probably next to her and not disassociating, um, <laughs> would probably hear her go, Oh. Hmm. And then nothing else. <laughs> yeah. So, for clarity, it's not Zariel enough to actually be able to exert will um, over the hells. But it's enough that maybe things will go right for you in certain circumstances when it, as it pertains to the actual landscape. So, uh, I take it as you pull up to the tower, you all um, depart and enter into the relative safety of the tower. Um, yeah. 
Yes. All right. So I'm out of commission for a bit. <clears throat> um, I don't know how much any of you know about the, the operations of arcane magic, but when one uses a spell such as Wish, it places an incredible strain upon one's body. And if I were to do anything but uh, cantrips today, it could potentially kill me. Uh, it will certainly do a vast amount of damage to me, as the magic will try to tear me apart as it leaves me. I am also very much physically weakened by the experience. <clears throat> and the more rest that I can have in the ensuing days, the, um, the better, the sooner I will be able to physically do what I need to do again. That sounds... That's understandable. Uh, I think we've all got some things to get used to uh, and work out over the next little bit. Yes. I will be in my studies. Makes sense. Rest up, old man. Yes, look after yourself. Thank Don't you do anything too drastic. And thank you once again. Just with no concern. And he goes upstairs to his studies. Paul is definitely side-eyeing Beatrice's, like, very polite manner. Sylvia's <laughs> is just, like, standing there rocking back and forth on her toes, just like, so that happened. <laughs> I'm going to go and have a bath, have a good night. He puts his hand, have, hand up like peace. <laughs> oh, right. Have a good bath. Yes, good night. Apparently, he needs a moment. Understandable. Uh, yes, no, unsurprising. Um, sorry, you're... My God. So it's, it's a lot to take in, isn't it? You're telling me. Is someone, like, speaking to you or something? Mm, no. No. So it has a sentience, but it is... Uh, actually, I think much like the other two sentient swords that you have, it is purely emotional. 
I've only got one other sentient. I've only got two sentient swords. Thank you very much. The other one's just a magic short sword. Leave no, me alone. No, it is a. It is a. Is it a sentient one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. You just have talked to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. They're neglected, Beatrice. I like to think that the they're one, the one you found in love. The one you found. <laughs> yeah, all the swords are in love. The one True, you found yeah, in Ravenloft is is a magical like sentient sword. Yeah. The, the sword. sun sword. The sun sword is, and then she. It was in the yeah, loop. and then there was, was the, the one. Was in the loop. There was the oh, one you found no. in Castle Ravenloft. <laughs> my God, I didn't like, know it was like, sentient. <laughs> How? Why does this happen to Beatrice? What collect like, swords? When will Master talk to me? When will she speak to me? <laughs> Dear Beatrice, can I be a better mother? <laughs> You're a good one in the past. What's going on? <laughs> She's quite literally falling apart at the moment. Um, no, that the sword doesn't speak to me. All right. It just guides you towards good. Yes, it certainly s seems to be doing that. Um, in the kindest way possible, and remembering that I, I do very much like you as a person, Beatrice, it, that's strange, that is very strange. I feel very strange. Yes. Um. She looks at Fall. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fall is also looking very like, what the fuck? And he's like, yes, I must admit, it's going to be very weird if you, uh, I don't know, are always nice and not like being mean or tough love or getting randomly naked and such like that. Oh, getting randomly naked has nothing to do with how nice I am. There's just no point in having shame. <laughs> it's good to know you haven't changed that much, Beatrice. Uh, yes, true. Although, um... Have you thought that, I know it, it said the sword changes you forever, but do you think every effect lasts forever or are they just heightened while we're here? Do you think if Zariel takes it, well, I mean, it is, the sword only guides you towards good. There is no good or bad option when it comes to either destroying or redeeming her. That is a choice to be made in the moment, but. Do you think if she takes it back, will you remain this way? Or do you think you will, like, fall with Kubazan, only be left with certain gifts? Well, I can't say for certain, but I do believe it may be something similar to Fall's situation. But perhaps maybe a couple of more th things. I can't really say.
It's very odd. Yes. Maybe if it's the same, then you'll just, uh, the personality changes will go, but you'll just be left with the wings, which you can get rid of if you want. So that's okay. I mean, I could get used to the wings. Of course. She sort of flaps them a little. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. My practice before I actually um, try it in a uh, situation, if you know what I mean. Yes. Um, in fact, by the by the looks of it, you there may be a lot of things you need to um, have to think on. You seem more confident, taller, both literally and metaphorically. Did you always come up to my nose? Not that I'm aware. Oh, God, I am small, aren't I? Um, no, but you seem more confident. I feel like I can see where things are going a little bit more. Right. Like a purpose. Yes, correct. Right, well, like we've said before you have you have a goal in reach now this just helps with that goal (laughs) beatrice just sort of nods at that i am i might go get something to eat Actually, I'll, um, I'll see you both later. Yes? Um, yes, of course. I can, uh, join you in a bit. Yes, I'll just go now. Excellent. And she, like, gives false hand, like, a little squeeze, and then she just scurries off, probably notably not in the direction of anywhere you can acquire food. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I'm full, kind of look a bit nervous for a bit and then say, um, um, if you're ever concerned or unhedged by the whole apparent personality change, I guess you can talk to me about it. That was certainly something that happened with Kubasan. It was very different. Hmm. It was odd to deal with. Yes, you were quite changed then. Yes, absolutely. And it was nice at the time, but it felt wrong in a sense as well. Understandable. And Beatrice sort of reaches out, pats fall on the shoulder and says, I think you all need a little bit of time. I'll be in 
my quarters. And she wanders up, leaving Fall to go find Sea. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. That's a full will head off. So Conrad has gone for a bath. Beatrice has gone to her quarters. Where have Sevier and Fall each scurried off to? Uh, Sevier would have um, just literally no purpose. She just started walking through the tower and she's just going in random directions. Um, just with... Uh, her hands like in front of her she's playing with the um the friendship bracelet that fall made her and she is literally just going random directions she has no destination in mind i will roll to see if she winds up in some weird room but she is yeah just wandering yeah, with sure. no right. purpose roll yeah roll on a d20 see what you get d20 gold one seven seven um, yeah, you're just wandering aimlessly. Don't find anywhere cool. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, she's literally just walking around randomly, a little furrow in her eyebrows. For a little bit, she thought about going to find Conrad and then was like, he's 100% naked right now. Uh, I will, <laughs> I will leave him to his business until he is dressed, uh, yeah. unless Fall wants to go talk to him. But she's just, yep, just wondering, looking very put out. <laughs> uh, I think Fall will like, um, if it's nearby, he'll be like, okay, and quickly like run to the kitchen and grab some snacks, and then go and uh, seat down Sevio. Um. Oh, uh, there you are. Mm. Found me. Hello. Hi. Hello. I assume it was probably an excuse to get out of the weird situation, but I did bring you some snacks if you are hungry. Oh, oh darling. That's... We've got little uh, pastries, berries, and some hazelnuts. Mm. Oh, that's, that's so lovely of you. Um... Thank you. I'm, I'm sure I'll be hungry in a little bit. Oh, no problem. Yes, it has definitely been a, one of those days to turn the stomach. Mm. Yes. Um, is Conrad all right? You were closer to him uh, when he went down than I was. He is. Thank you to Mordenkainen. He was in quite the bad shape, honestly. I was trying to make sure he was, you know, heart still going and everything. Didn't look like he was breathing for a while. Um, but yes, yes, he's good. I would like to check on him, but I don't, I don't know how long he's going to spend in that bath. <laughs> no. He... We should check on him at some point in case he attempts to drown himself, but I don't think he will. I think I think we'll be fine. Um, yes. Uh, hmm. hmm. How are you? Oh, well, um, good. Uh, we got out of that okay. Um, 
I, it's very strange, uh, everything with Beatrice. Mm. Honestly, like, you know, I'm, I'm like, should I convert her to Kitteth? Because, like, that's right up her alley. Uh, the whole achieving <laughs> uh, enlightenment and, yes, <laughs> Kitteth would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, that is, yes. It's not every day a friend becomes an angel. You'd want them on your side, wouldn't you? Yes, definitely. Indeed. I hope, um... I don't know, I hope it's still her in a way. Yes. I do rather hope it is like Kubazan and with you and that it is merely mm. just an enhancement of what is there, not... Um, I would hate to no longer have Beatrice and to just have someone who looks akin to her, you know. Agreed. It's very odd to hear her just act so contrary. Hmm. Are you, are you dealing well with it? I'm dealing with it as well as I deal with anything. <laughs> um, no, it's just, um, I don't know. It's strange. Mm. Yes, I hate her. When they put forth the conditions on that sword about you having to lose yourself, it was, I mean, I felt quite selfish, but I... I just don't think that's a condition anyone should have to go through, even if it's for the good of things. But then I thought if it came down to it, I should take it so that we can all get home and we can have our future together. And then, I mean, ultimately, it was more of Beatrice's, like this was much more Beatrice's decision that it does somewhat feel like I just cast her, like made her go through that fate instead. It is a fate she chose. I, I will admit, I considered it. If it had meant, um, I don't know, one less burden on her shoulders. Maybe she seems to carry a lot with her and judging by that necklace. Well, I understand a little bit about never letting go. And it can mean a lot sometimes um, to have someone who will say that they will carry a burden for you, regardless of how much it is yours. But she had quite made up her mind. And selfishly, I would want it either, but I don't know. I think I would, I don't when know. I had the condition that it will choose only those that are the best, <laughs> the most good, I think my thoughts did definitely go to you. I think you would be the one out of the all of us who most fits that. But 
I don't want you to carry that burden. <laughs> I don't think you need to. You that is very... That is incredibly kind of you, sweetheart. I do not think it is a burden I could bear, but it is kind of you to think so highly of me, even if I do not deserve it. But thank you. Um, did I say the wrong thing? Um, I don't know. Well, I, I disagree. I mean, I think you do deserve it. I mean, <laughs> what is good, really? Um, I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not think anything I have done has been more or less quantifiably good than anyone else. I am merely me. And I've done bad things and I've done good things. And somewhere cosmically, someone will weigh my heart against a feather and decide whether that is good or not. But apologies to those present in my mind but the gods have never meant much to me i do not care how they weigh my heart against the feather i care about how i feel and in a way how do you feel i thank you again it means more than i can ever say that you think me good I do, and I hope you'll take some of my views on as your own, or at least into consideration, because you are very kind and caring, and you do so many little things like like changing your magic so it doesn't frighten us, and always keeping an eye on everyone to make sure that they're doing well. I hope you also. I hope you realize what a wonderful person you are, and I hope you turn some of that care towards yourself as well. She looks like she's getting a little teary, and she like pushes her glasses up on top of her head, and she's just kind of like, "Well, if you keep going like that, then you know you're going to right, rightfully, and you're going to inflate my ego in in such a way that I will narrowly be able to fit through a door." Um. It, you are you are being far too nice to me. Actually, I request you cease and desist, um, because actually uh, you are the good one. So there. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> okay. Oh, oh no! How bad it would be if you had an ego. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, I love it when you like stand up for yourself and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, um, I do. You? Yes. Oh, um, oh, um, well, just like things back to moments like, um, trying to bond together, like by like bitching about Kazia and like Savia at the parrot, like, um. <laughs> Bitching, bitching about Perry Wimple well. and Exley, and is just like, that's my girl. <laughs> 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 
CB is just like imagining all. She's imagining the time when we were fighting Strat, and she yelled at Mordenkainen for saying that quantifiable good and bad is a thing, and then she had a meltdown about it. And she's just like, I don't know what full season me. <laughs> um, full is like that was very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, um, well, um. Ego, as all things, should be in balance. Ah, uh, so know you. Again, I say, ha. Know you, and I can go on for this for forever. Fool, that, no, this is not some sort of child game. Uh, I, you're too cute to be mad at. Well, I um. Well, I hope um. You remember some of my points, and the fact that I won in this argument. <laughs> I'll be sure to keep a tally, darling. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, when you're hungry, do you want to take this and have a picnic somewhere? We can explore modern kind of place and find all his little secrets. Uh, I'm not sure there's secrets we want to know, but a picnic could be nice. Um, again, maybe at some point we should check in on Conrad. I don't think he's ever gone down in a battle before. He might be. That is true. You know. Yes, yes. He was, he's normally quite excited when we're in the infernal vehicles and instead he was rather um, like a cut puppet. That is true, yes. Uh, maybe we should head over. If you want, we can, I don't know, maybe make it a sort of travelling picnic. Uh, yes, yes, eat while we walk. Yes, mm. okay. And then at, at some point, darling, we do have to... Beatrice. Mm. I don't... Hmm. I know we've discussed it, but... I I don't know how I'm going to get used to her. Same. Certainly don't know how to act about her anymore. Yes. I guess we'll just take it as we go. Yes. Um. And Sevia, like, hmm. Hold on. Sylvia does like, she takes like one of the little like nuts or berries and like chews on it for a second. She looks very contemplative. And then her like head just springs up. She goes, oh, oh, um, can we do a rain check on the picnic? Oh, yes, what's wrong? Mordenkainen actually wishes to speak to me. And he said I could do it sometime before bed, but I'm, I, I, I don't know. He made a point of it. I should probably, oh, I did quite slip my mind, actually. Oh. That's, oh. Yes, same. Um, that's okay. Do you want me there as backup or? 
no, 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 it's fine. Yes. Um, I, I think, and she leans in really close. I think it might be wizard business. Oh. And also, my dear darling, I know you do not like him. <laughs> if you would rather go and talk to Conrad, that is, I understand. I am far, I'm incredibly capable of handling Mordenkainen on my own. And if it makes you feel better, he's very weak at the moment. So I definitely could protect myself if that helps you. <laughs> that is true. I mean, I don't imagine he would attack you, but you could definitely obliterate him. So that's <laughs> excellent. Um, all right. Well, best of luck with him. Best of luck. And she like reaches her arms out for a hug. He reciprocates the hug. Yeah. And she gives him a big old kiss on the cheek. And then a little pat on the shoulder and then probably watches him walk off and then realizes she's very lost and starts wandering around trying to find Wardenkainen's office. It doesn't take you too long to find it. Um, okay. And when you do, uh, he ushers you in. Ah, Sylvia. Yes. Come for that conversation, I take it. Yes. Ah, figured it would get it in early and then you can have as much rest as you need. Hmm. There are two things that I... Well, they're, they're connected. All right. You have represented yourself admirably. Oh. All that I've seen you do. From Navenloft to your dealings here in the Hells. I was told by my simulacrum what you did as well in that time. But to understand that you are currently without a focus of particular power. Uh, no, I have been... Uh channeling through my quarterstaff mostly but it is uh, not my preferred focus no i suspect it will be a while before we can find something as a suitable replacement but and he picks up his own staff i'm not going to have much use for this for the next couple of days What? Take care of it. Do not break it under any circumstances. Oh. And he offers it oh. out to you. It's a it's a weird staff. It's it's like a Sibius like ring in the center with kind of weird fan blade like points on either side of it. Sylvia, like, her hands kind of just, like, flit about for a second, and she bows <laughs> and just, thank you, thank this is one of the highest honors I've ever, oh my, are you sure? 
I trust you, Celia. From the actions you have presented to the words you have said. There are a few that I trust. Thank you. Tell me, what of my history do you know? You seemed aware of me when we met. Uh, I've studied you. Everything taught at the Academy in Dorum. I, I know you are one of the greatest mages ever, if not the greatest mage. I've studied your work. I've, I've learned your spells. I have... Um, Do they know? I've everything about On Fiel or the Circle of Eight. Do I know the Circle of Eight? Uh, roll me a history check. Uh, <laughs> She's too flustered. History. Yes. 16. 16. That actually is quite a bad roll for you, isn't it? It is. I have a plus 10. Yeah. Um... um you know the Circle of Eight was an organization which um, that Mordenkainen formed with uh, another another uh, mage whose fame transcends planes, Bigby. Um, and there were a number of other famous mages in it uh, who were Bucknard, Dromage, Lemond, Nistel, Otto, and Rary. Um, All the ones most spells of, named after them. Most, yeah, most of whom have a few spells that are taught at the uh, the Arcane Academy. Bucknard, there's not quite as much uh, known about him on Fielor. Um But yeah, everyone else, there's at least a couple of spells that are shared around uh, Arcane circles. Uh Yes, no, I, I know of the Circle of Eight, a, an organization with you and many other powerful, powerful mages. Um, yes, uh, is, is, is this a test? I can, I do very well no. at tests. Um, this was not a written a test. assignment. It was also, Article? was one of, one of my, um, one of my greatest achievements, though also one of my greatest follies. Oh? How so? In my own world, both. It's a day where Day where my allies and I ventured to the lair of a a Vecna. Try to try to thwart his plans. Hmm. Fortunately. All but a few of us were slain. 
those those who survived would go on to betray me. I'd see my my folly our defeat outside of uh, selection I could not have done much of anything about I did what I could to right that wrong but my choice of companions in it was rushed was unconsidered and I was brash but I believe in the work that the circle was formed to do I have been looking to form something similar across the planks. Really? It can be a struggle to find within the one world enough majors who can get along long enough to get anything done. I'm sure you would have observed this throughout your tutors and Oh, yes, yes, yes. Afraid that's most of what it was. My proposed plan that I set forth for myself was to find a worthy ally within each plane. One who I could trust. One that I could entrust the balance and the safety of that world too. Mm -hmm. I've had occasional visits to Fierlo. have not yet managed to meet with one who is so honest and humble as you for the amount of power they possess. Me? You are still young. You are still learning. Yes. I... Yes. You have achieved in your youth something that many majors with lifetimes thousands of times longer would not have. Humility in the face of power. 
I, um, thank, thank, a high compliment. I, forgive me, Warden Kynan, I do not quite believe what you are saying to me if I am inferring your meaning correctly. I've spoken enough. What is your inference, young Ruderin? You're asking me to represent Vielo in your new circle of eight. You are partially correct. I am, in fact, asking you to represent Fierlo. This is no mere circle of eight. There are many more worlds than that. This is the infinite sphere. She has never looked more overwhelmed than in this moment. Me. In the infinite sphere. That... That is an honor beyond any eye or... What, what would it mean? What would, what would happen if I said yes? The immediate? Nothing. We need to get you home first. You can't watch over Fierlaw if you're not there. <sighs> In the long term, keeping an eye on things, both on your own plane and on a interplanar level. Keeping an eye on threats that might upset the balance. But... And on occasion, conference with the rest of the sphere. Mostly I would be home. Of course. I... Are you sure you have the right person? I am not fishing for compliments here, Mordenkainen. I am the fact genuine in... that you have asked that question means I have found exactly the right person. That, um, um, and she looks down at her little bracelet and she takes a big, deep breath in. She thinks about all the very nice things Vol just said to her. 
and she kind of steadies her shoulders a little bit. She says, Do you need me to sign anything? Just your acceptance will be enough. And I accept. Wholeheartedly. With everything in me. I will train and I will study and I will protect Fielo and I will represent it for you. Well, we'd better get into the business of getting you home then. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, not much use here. <laughs> Have your plenty of use here. But your places, Pierre. Yes, Xavier. This is beyond my wildest dreams. It is. It is the dreams of my father fulfilled. This is unorthodox, but, um. you you may she bolts into him like a little (laughs) pistol and just like hugs him so tight and then she like pulls back and she's like holding his stuff and she's like crying a little bit and she um I thank you again for this honor this is more than I could ever have asked for when I met you. Thank you. I will not let you down. I don't imagine you will. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you. And that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. happening to some of the girls mm. holy mm. boy yeah. 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 congratulations thank you for listening folks thank you for listening have a great week goodbye Bye.